0: Thanks for downloading this podcast. Make sure you subscribe to get the new messages every week. We appreciate your support. Enjoy the message. Tell somebody say choose faith Faith. over fear. Let me say that again. Tell somebody again and say choose faith Faith. over fear. You know the Lord has said to us that uh, uh, this is going to be the year of the manifestation of His goodness. But there is a condition to that. It is that uh, you choose faith instead of fear because the enemy is going to be coming with fears and doubt, especially at this time in the world. He's going to say to you, "What? why do you think that... uh, you are going to experience something good with all of these things that are going on in the country with all of this pandemic and so on and so forth. But uh, you have to be willing to take a stand and choose faith instead of fear because fear is one of the uh, emotions that the enemy is a spiritual emotion. Fear actually is a spirit. Fear is what, uh, the, what, one thing that the enemy is going to use to try to drown everything that you have heard over the past 5 weeks over the time that you've been here you have to remember that the fear is a spirit and you have to attack it like it is a spirit when it comes to you second timothy chapter 1 verse 7 says for god some of for god For God has not given us the spirit of fear and timidity, but of power and love and self-control. That means that uh, you have to learn to control yourself when the enemy attacks you with fear. Because if not, then he's going to push you out of the realm of faith and put you in the realm of doubts and uh, cause you... Do not receive the best that God has got for you. Let me tell you that every day and all through this year, you have choices to make. You can choose to believe that God is in absolute control of your life. That God will take care of you and provide for you your business, your children. That God is going to take care of your body in spite of all that you hear about uh, COVID-19, that God is going to preserve you, is going to protect you, you know, the enemy is going to try to whisper to you, he says, he's going to say to you, you know that the people who die of COVID-19 are those people who have a, a pre, they call it pre, pre what? Pre-existing condition. And he's going to remind you of all the pre-existing conditions that you do have. He said, you're going to be the next, but you've got to be able to say, God has not given me the spirit of fear, but that of power and love and Mind. He's going to say that about your child. He's going to say that about your mom or your papa. He's going to say, sometimes he's going to even say that about your pastor. But you've got to know how to uh, uh, stand on the word of God and say, No. Somebody say, No. No, no enemy. God has not given me the spirit of fear. He or Not the spirit of timidity. I'm not going to be timid. I'm going to be bold and receive the word of God. But of power. Somebody say, Of power and love and self-control. So every day that you wake up, I promise you that the enemy is going to try to bring fear into your life at some point. You, 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 you will have the choice to choose to stay in the word of God or believe the enemy. The enemy is a liar. But let me tell you this, that God is gonna take care of you. He's gonna provide for you. The good things that you've heard during the past five weeks, are gonna, they're gonna be manifested in your life. See, but it's gonna be your choice. You're gonna either choose to uh, stay with what you've heard during the past five weeks, or you can choose to go around worried about your health, worried about your children, about your business, about your job. The enemy is going to say, well, who do you think that you are? They're laying on people. How are you sure that you're not going to be the next? No, I'm going to remind the enemy, God has not given me the spirit of fear. He's given me the spirit of power and love and sound mind. It is your choice to make. Nobody else can make that choice for you. How often do we hear people say something like, These are very difficult times, and you are not sure whatever is going to be happening. I know what's going to be happening. God's going to be good to me. God's going to be faithful. God is going to show me his goodness in every way. So I am not going to go around just confessing what the enemy tries to put out there. You know, you hear people say, oh, I'm afraid I may lose my job at any time. Don't say that. I doubt that this relationship will last. Why did you get into it in the first place? I hope my child doesn't fall in the wrong crowd. You said does anybody, there's somebody saying that right this moment. It is sad though, but a lot of people, including Christian people, they choose to live their lives in fear instead of in faith. Do you know that in spite of all that the Lord has spoken to us during the first five weeks into this year, that the enemy can still try to come and screw your mind up and tell you, yeah, do you believe all that? Yeah, I believe all that and more. He's going to tell you, don't don't, don't be too quick to believe all that but let me tell you this people i have made up my mind to choose faith instead of fear turn to somebody and say you i'm not going to be activating my fears instead i am going to activate my word my 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 with my the bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of god guess what fear comes by hearing and hearing by the word of the enemy we're gonna say that you know Faith and fear, they are spiritual forces, and it will be, oh, Jesus, help me. And it is left for you to choose who you are going to follow. I've made up my mind that I'm going to flourish. I've made up my mind that good things are going to happen to me. I've made up my mind that I'm going to be healthy. I've made up my mind that God's going to give me wisdom whenever I need to make any decision. I'm. I made up my mind that I'm gonna have a good relationship, a great relationship, with my wife, with my family, with this church. I made up my mind that God's gonna show me favor. I made up my mind that it doesn't matter what goes around in the world. That when the bird flu, the bird flu comes, I'm gonna just send out the flu and eat the bird. I'm not going to activate my fears. I'm going to activate my faith. I'm going to tell myself, you are going to live a long time. You're going to finish the work that God has given to you. It doesn't matter. A thousand may fall on your side and ten thousand on your right hand but you will stand there and see the reward of the wicked. I'm going to tell myself I'm blessed. I'm going somewhere to happen. I'm a goodness. Going somewhere to happen to someone. I'm going to tell myself that I'm on top and not beneath. I'm the head and not the tail. That all of the people of the earth, they shall see me and they shall know that I have been called by the the name of the Lord, and they shall respect me. Anybody who walks into my sphere will be able to say, thank you, Jesus, that you brought me in contact with Pastor George. Didn't somebody say, you? I am not expecting the youth of this church to cause us problems. I am expecting them to excel and to make a difference wherever they are. Isaiah forty-one ten says, do not fear, for I am with you. That's what I say, I say, I'm not going to fear. Why? Because God is with me all the time. Don't be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, some of the yes. God says, yes, I will help you. I will uphold you, hold you up with my righteous right hand. Don't you know that as heir of the promise of God, as members of the church of God, the true Israel, this is the message that God is giving to you and to me. God says that it's going to be well with you. Amen? Amen. God says that he's going to bless you. God says that He's gonna when the enemy comes against you like a flood, He's gonna lift up His standard against him. Amen. Amen. I'm not gonna be living in fear. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna be worrying about what's gonna be happening to my children, the church, and so on. I, I'm gonna know that God is with me, and if God be with me, nobody can be against me. It doesn't mean that people are not gonna come against you, but they're not gonna be able to prevail. This is a message that God has given to you today, because I have found out that. Uh, Our hearts too often are filled with fears concerning the future. Even though the Bible tells us, uh, you know, those people who study say that there are 366 do not fear in the scripture. That means that God has given you do not fear for every day and one extra in case you need it. And yet people too often are going around fear with concern about the future. Jesus says, don't be concerned about tomorrow because I have take already taken care of tomorrow. That's why we need to grasp this message, apply these promises of God in our life. We need this message during this pandemic time. We need this message during this economic condition. With or without the, 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 the pandemic pay that the government is sending, you should be able to do well. This message ministry, listen to me, all of you watching, this ministry did last year more than we've ever done in any year since we started. This past year was the best year in this ministry. Can you believe that in the pandemic, where people were struggling, some people were struggling financially. We did better in this ministry than we've ever done in the 30 and so years that we've been in ministry. My wife and I, we looked at the giving, the money that they we put into the ministry. It blew me away. It should not have, because I should, not, I should have known that. That's the kind of money that some people don't even earn in five years of working hard. Where did the money come from? I don't know the means, but I just know that God is my source. Amen. And I believe that for many of you here, when you look at your giving, you will know that it it way past what you've given in years past. And we are in the pandemic what am I talking about? I'm not going to go on and confess the pandemic and talk about COVID-19. No, 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 no. Now this thing is real. It is not a hoax. But let me tell you this, that uh, God is bigger than anything that the enemy will try to produce. So, wear your mask, wash your hands, do all the natural things that you need to do, but know that he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. He will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God, my God, say, my God, my God in him I will trust. We need this message now. We need it regardless of the economic condition. Let me tell you this. Fear and faith may seem opposite, but they both have something in common. Both demand that we believe something that we can't see. Fear demands that you believe the negative. But faith demands that you think of and believe the positive. No matter how bad it is in the world, you know that it's going to be good with you. Can somebody say amen to that? Psalm number one, verses one to three in the New American Standard Bible says, how blessed. Somebody say, how blessed. The word blessed means empowered, anointed. Hallelujah. Enabled to prosper. How blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked. In other words, a man who does not listen to all of the news in the world and go and let the news of the world lead him. The man who does not listen to negative people who say that, they, yeah, I'm waiting for this thing to be over. I'm not waiting for this thing to be over. My life is going to go on. And the angel said, Amen. Amen. Don't wait for this thing to be over for you to do what God has called you to do. Know that God is with you. If God is for you, who can be against? How blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, the promises of God. And in his law, his promises, he meditates day and night. What does that mean? You meditate day and night when things are, seems to be bright. And when things don't seem to be bright, you still meditate on God's word. Amen? He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. The righteous shall flourish. He shall flourish like palm tree. He shall flourish like cedar in Lebanon. Having been planted in the house of the Lord, the righteous shall flourish in the courts. I'm going to flourish. I'm going to prosper. I'm going to be healthy. I'm going to be wealthy. I'm going to be a blessing to people. I'm not going to be waiting for God checks. I'm going to be sending checks to people Amen. to be blessed. Turn to someone says you. His delight is in the law of the Lord. And in the law of the Lord, he meditates, Pandas goes to bed, thinking about how good God is. Waking up, knowing that this is the day that the Lord has made. I shall rejoice, and I shall be glad in it. It doesn't matter who is in the White House or who is out of the White House. I know that God is going to bless himself. He's going to bless my wife. He's going to bless his church. He's going to bless my people. He's going to bless anybody who is hooked into the... Listen to me, people. God is good. He will be like a tree firmly planted, firmly planted by the streams of water which yields fruit. I am going to be bearing fruit. I'm gonna be bearing for the fruit of love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness. I'm gonna be a blessing to so many people. Hallelujah. When I go into a restaurant and I buy $20 food, I'm gonna tip the, uh, the, 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 oh, oh, the server with $200. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna yield my fruits. I'm gonna love people, even those who don't love me. Amen. I'm going to be good to people. Even those people who want to mess me up, I'm going to reach out and be good to them and be a blessing to them. Just do look at somebody and say, what, you? What are you going to do? That yields its fruit in this season. This is my season. Somebody said, this is my season. This is my season. I'm not going to be waiting for a season to come because my season of prosperity, my season of wealth, my season of health. You said, John says, it is my, my greatest desire that you prosper, that's materially, and be in good health, that's physically, even as your soul prospers. In other words, God wants you to prosper in those three principal areas. He wants you to prosper materially. He wants you to prosper physically. What's the use of making, having all the money, but you are not healthy enough to enjoy it? Why was the use of having help that you don't have money to, to, to do what you want to do? You're always dreaming. You don't have any dream come to pass. Let me tell you this. It takes a lot of money to put that sign up there. I do not pray in terms for that sign to just appear. And I pray in terms of lots. God wants to take care of you materially physically and spiritually. Don't be on one side of the ditch or the other side. Just stay on the middle of the road. Amen? Stay on the highway. You need to prosper materially. Stop just thinking about yourself, your family, and your children. No, we are image of God, and we are supposed to manifest God in every area to everybody that he brings into our realm. Here is the key. Whatever you consistently meditate on will take roots. If you consistently meditate on your fears, playing it over and over in your mind, they will eventually become the reality in your life. Whatever you plant in your spirit, will germinate. It will eventually grow and bear fruit. When you buy into fears by focusing on it, you draw in the negative and help those fears become a reality in your life. Somebody "The Lord, help me. By the way, happy birthday to you, Sister Mary. Yeah. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Did you get my text? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. When you buy into fears, when you focus, whatever you focus on will become a reality. Focus on the cross. The cross will become a reality in your life. Focus on the resurrection. The resurrection will become a reality. Focus on the Blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus will become a real you will have a revelation of the blood of Jesus that you've never had before. So whatever you focus on will draw near to you. If you focus on the negative, you will have to be it will help bring the negative things into your life. That's what happened to the how many of you have ever read the book of Job? You said Job was a righteous man. So he's not talking about somebody who was a sinner. He's not talking about somebody who was going around sleeping with other people's wife. He's talking about a righteous man. Read Job chapter one. He was a righteous man, but he was always afraid that something would be wrong with, with the, uh, him or his family. Remember that he said that when the children will gather for a party, he would be so afraid that after that he will sacrifice. He said, "I hope that my children did not." Say, no, 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 no. Leave those children alone. Just pray for them. Just believe that God is going to lead them in the paths of righteousness. was always afraid. I hope that my children did not sin. I hope that nothing wrong Nothing is going to be wrong. I hope that I don't lose all of these things that I have had. And what he was afraid of finally took root and became a reality. And you say, well, leave my job alone. That man has already suffered enough. Why do you want to pick? No. This is what Job himself says in Job chapter 3, verse 25. He says, what I always feared has happened to me. So I did not say that about Job. Job himself said it. He said, what I dreaded has come true. I have the greatest respect for that man, but you know what? Sometimes things happen so that we can learn a lesson. We cannot just brush that under under the carpet and say, "Oh, that man, that man is sober, you know." Why do you wanna just be so ugly? To-? No, no, no. I'm trying to learn from Job. Job himself said what I always fear has happened to me and what I dreaded has come true because Satan will try to plant negative thoughts in your mind but you cannot allow them to take root you must immediately, Some say you must immediately replace them with God's promises, Satan may say to you, yes you are doing so well now but you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow you may lose everything, get ready because it's coming to an end if you don't replace that with the word of God, with the promise of God, you're going to meditate on it and it's going to become a revelation to you. And before you know it, it's going to become a reality in your life. So replace the thought with God's promise or it will take root. Whenever any negative thought comes into your mind, immediately, some of them immediately, immediately switch to faith. You know, your wife doesn't love you and you need another woman. If you don't, if you don't watch her, you're going to be- meditate on that. And the enemy is going to put an ugly lady in your path that looks beautiful. And you're going to fall in- into that trap. Switch to faith. I said, my wife is beautiful. God did not give me the spirit of fear, but that of power and love and sound mind. Begin to meditate and confess God's promises. Say, Lord, you said that your favor will last a lifetime. Can somebody say amen to that? You say that goodness and mercy, you say that goodness and mercy shall follow me, not just for a moment, but all the days of my life forever. I choose your promises over the enemy's lies. I choose faith in your word over fears. Let me tell you this. None of us is immune to fear. Fear will try to dominate your thoughts. And if you sit there and you say, well, I'm not being attacked with fear. You know that you are a liar? Temptation is not sin, but yielding to temptation is sin. None of us is immune to fear. Fear will try to dominate your thoughts. If you allow it, fear will keep you up all night. Think about how many millions of people in the United States could not sleep yesterday, could not sleep last night, because they are afraid of something that will never happen. It will keep you up all night. Fear will steal your joy and enthusiasm. It will follow you around like a dark cloud. How many people have ever experienced depression because you are afraid that something may happen, something that will never happen, something that didn't happen? That fear will follow you like a, a dark cloud. But when you release God's promise, God's word, fears will will be despaired. Yeah. Amen. The psalmist says in Psalm 119, verse five. it says, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. If you are not going to walk in faith, you might as well plan for your defeats. If you are going to go around talking your defeats, talking your pains, talking how people mistreated you, you might as well forget about victory in any contest with the enemy. Proverbs, listen to this. Proverbs chapter 6 verse 2 says, You are snared with the words of your lips a snare is uh, like when you put cheese on a trap and the mouse mar- and the mouse thinks that he is going- that you've left food for him not knowing that that's a snare that's something that calls you to your death the, 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 this word is saying you are snared by the words of, in other words, the words of your mouth has become something that draws you to your death. But the words of your mouth can also be something that draws you to your life. You are caught by the speech of your, you are caught by the speech of your mouth. In other words, it's th- thinking about this uh, person who puts this uh, uh, cheese on the on the trap, and the mouse sees it and thinks that they, oh, this is food. This man loves me so much; he wants to feed me. No. He wants to kill you. See, many, many times when you when you say those things, you think that you feel good. You might have feel, felt good, but you are dying little by little by not and not knowing that. The message in this scripture is that we must watch what we say. Just said, watch what you say. People, please listen to me. Please look at me. Watch what you say. Don't just say things. I should not have married you. Say that long enough. One day when you come back, you're going to see an empty house because you have beaten this man up, beaten this man up, and he looks at all the things that he has. He says, I'm going to leave all of this for her. I'm just going to go and get a woman who's going to appreciate me for who I am. Watch out what you say. Say man, watch out what you say, women, about your job. I don't like this stupid job. Don't you know that that job is listening to you? One day it's gonna report you to your boss. He said this man that this man hates you and hates me. Let's get him, and then you're gonna blame you. No, no, life and death is in the power of the tongue. Can you read my lips? When we say it, we feel so good about it. But isn't it the same thing with the mouse who is drawn towards the trap? Feel so good about it? Things that he's going to eat and, uh, and, and, and become bigger, not knowing that that's a snare. That's a snare. That's, 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 that's something that uh, the enemy puts out there to make you feel good. Watch what you say about your wife. Watch what you say about your husband. Watch what you say about your child. Watch what you say about yourself. Because if you say it long enough, it will become a reality in your life. You are snared by the words of your lips. You are caught by the speech of your mouth. The message in this scripture is that we must watch what we say. And let me add this, especially when you are under pressure, especially during difficult times in your life, just like swords, take charge of your words. Don't just cooperate with the enemy by repeating His lies. Only say what God says about you. I am blessed. I am powerful, I'm anointed, I'm the head and not the tail, and I'm taught I' not beneath. I am God takes care of all of my financial needs, my spiritual needs, my, my physical needs. It doesn't matter what goes on in the world. I know that God is going on in my life. If you don't know what to say, let me tell you this, people, instead of repeating the lies of the enemy, just be quiet and meditate on God's goodness and faithfulness. May I say that again? Especially when you are under pressure, God has not given us the spirit of fear, but that of power and love and self-control It's easy for you to control yourself when things are going right. But what are when you are under pressure, that's when you need self-control control more than any other time at any other time. If you don't know what to say, instead of just repeating the lies of the enemy, just be quiet and meditate on God's goodness and faithfulness. And then when you do that, guess what? You are going to be removed from this victim mentality. I'm always a victim. See yourself as more than conqueror in every situation. Then you will begin to experience the breakthroughs you need. Exodus chapter 14, verse 14. The children of Israel were pursued behind by the Egyptians. On both sides were On the uh, 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 At the front was the Red Sea. And they began to panic. And God said, don't worry. He said, don't worry. God is in absolute control of your life. The Bible tells us, God says, God will fight the battle for you and you keep your mouth shut. I'm reading to you from Exodus chapter 14, verse 14 in the message Bible. It says, God will fight for you and you keep your mouth shut. Because worries, fears, negative thoughts, and negative talks are not simply bad habits. They attract the negative negatives and cause them to come to pass in your life. Trust God. Use the same energy that you are talking about. You are broke. You are talking about how sick you are. You are talking about how your husband doesn't love you or how your wife doesn't. Why did you marry him? Why did you marry her? I should have married the other person. Maybe the other person knew that he did not want to marry you. Oh, Jesus, I don't have that in my notes. If you are so good, why did the other person not marry you? Amen, brother. Trust God, use the same energy to believe God and his promises. Then he will cause all things to work to your advantage, amen? Could it be that God is using your wife to try to rub off the rough edges in your life? Could it be that God is using that situation at work to let you know that you can trust him with all of your heart and not lean on your own understanding? Let me tell you this, my friend. Make a decision to not worry about bad situations anymore. When you are tempted to worry about those situations, use the opportunity to get into the word of God. Get into the promises of God. My God shall supply all of my need according to his righteousness and glory by Christ Jesus. My God is able to make all grace abound towards me so that I, being always sufficient in all things, I will be able to abound in every good work. I know my God is real. I am not afraid of the enemy because if God be for me, David, who can be against me? He who did not spare his son Orlando, but gave him to die For me, how can he not with him give me all things? Because neither life nor death, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come shall be able to separate me from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus. No, nothing, nothing, no death, no life, no. Nothing whatsoever. Make up your mind to not worry about bad situations. When you are tempted, use the opportunity to get into the Word of God. Stay in that Word of God until God speaks to you in a personal way. While in the Word, keep thanking God that He is in control. How many of you can truly say that God is in control of your health? your job, your business, your marriage, your body. The enemy, let the enemy release whatever he can. He cannot take you out until it is God's time. And when it is God's time, why do you want to stay here? I want you to remember that the battle is not yours, it's the Lord's. Second Chronicles chapter 20 verse 15, Jehoshaphat was uh, was surrounded by enemies from all sides. And he said to the Lord, I don't know what to do, but my, my, my face is on you. Let you we are faced beyond the Lord and not the problem and the Bible tells us God said to him, "God says the Lord to you: Do not be afraid. Nor be dismayed, because of this great multitude. Because the enemy is trying to attack your body, your business, your children, He's attacking everything that you have. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you that God allows you to be set up so that you will come out so clean, so clear, and you will come out for double. For somebody is coming up, uh, coming out double for the trouble." Amen. For the battle is not yours, Dennis. The battle is not yours, Amber. People watching me, the battle is not yours. Just leave fighting the battle. Focus on God. Praise Him. Worship Him. Remember how good He has been to you in the past. The battle belongs to God. Don't panic because of the present situation that you are facing. In time, God will turn it around and resolve it in your favor. Did you hear me say, don't panic because of the present situation, because God is going to resolve it in your favor? It will turn out to be better than you have imagined. If you believe and trust in God, he will not only bring you out, he will bring you out in stars. He's going to bring you out better than you've ever been. I want to encourage you people to focus on your faith. Focus on your faith and let God deal with your fears. Because this year you will have so many opportunities to be fearful at, at some point. Satan will tempt you to worry about one thing or another. He will tempt you to worry about your children, about your job, about your health, about your husband. I hope that he doesn't leave me. Keep thinking like that, and one day he's going to leave you. Don't use your energy to worry. Use it to believe in God. When people around you, let me emphasize this. When people around you express fears about, (coughs) excuse me, because he will use people around you. One time. You know, in in Africa, we eat not just the fish, we eat the fish, the bones, and everything in it, because that's how God created it. One time, we used fish to cook, and the first lady swallowed uh, uh, a bone. And uh, there's a brother that used to come to the office, and we are asking him to pray that uh, uh, the doctors would be able to somehow the bone will be released. And the man said, you know what? I remember uh, a situation like that in Florida. My, my, my friend swallowed a bone, and before they could get it out, she died. This is, a, this is true. I'm asking you to pray. Watch out for people, because the enemy is going to use the people. Thank you very much for encouraging me. Watch out for people. Sometimes they're going to be church people. This man was supposed to be a pastor too. So when people around you express fears about whatever, pandemic and other disasters, don't go around meditating on them, expecting the worst. You know, when you, when, when, when you, you know, if you say that to me, I'm going to try to, you know, be nice to you. But you know, first, she's she to say, no, no, I don't receive that. I don't even want you to pray with me because I don't want you to kill me with your prayers. Because when you meditate on your fears, that that becomes a reverse of faith. Your fears become valid and soon becomes a reality in your life. Always remind yourself that your life is in God's hands. And when your life is in God's hands, it only, you are safe and secure in his hands. You are safe. You are secure. When you constantly meditate on God's promises in his word, you get yourself up to prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. Do that and then watch God take you to places that you never could imagine you could go. Do that and see God open doors for you that you did not ever think could be opened for you. Do that and see God promote you to heights beyond your wildest. Dreams. See God bless you exceedingly abundantly above all that you could ever ask or think about. God said to Joshua when he was going to the promised land, He says, Keep this book of the Lord, these promises of God, always in your lips. Say it. Meditate it. Meditate. Think about it until it pops out of your mouth. When you are in the grocery store, when you are every, anywhere, you, somebody be to hear you mama, kayendre, kese, kese. And he say, what language is that and you say that's heavenly language yes. what does it mean I don't know what it means but God knows what it means this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth out of your mouth uh, what do you want God to do in your life say that yes. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Was anybody blessed this morning? Come on, let's give the Lord a hand. Hallelujah! Somebody here said, I'm going to latch onto my face and let all fears go. I'm going to choose faith over fear. Father, we just want to thank you. Thank you for listening to Changing Mindset Podcast by Pastor George Utok. Help us to share this message. We hope you will subscribe so you can receive the latest podcast to keep you inspired during the week. We are praying for you. We know God' best for you is still ahead. Call 706-485-0166 for more information and be blessed.